Alrighty then. It is Wednesday, February 22nd, as we're shooting this live. It's 3 p.m. or thereabouts in Los Angeles, California. You are tuned in to the right place at the right time. This is the Real Evan J live stream, and I am your host, the Real Evan J. And here is your opening song. And we had a big show today. I'll be back in two minutes on the other side to get into videos and news. We have train derailments, chemical uh, weapons, basically explosions in East Palestine, Ohio. We've got a bunch of other stuff to look at today. So this is the Real Evan J Livestream, AKA Evan Talks, and I'll be talking with you in about two minutes. You know, it's been a long time since I had something to say. I told you what was going on, then I went away. Now it's been about a year, so I'm coming back to remind y'all what's going on here. Everything I said turned out to be true. All the liars in the media, the gaslighting you. There never really was a real pandemic, or there would have been people pushing wheelbarrows. Dead people in the streets piled up to here. Dropping dead faster than we could conceive. Bodies piled up like the Spanish flu, but it wasn't like that, because they're lying to you. It's time to be awakening. out there were no more deaths in 2020 than in previous years counting all the other causes they just moved the deaths from all the other columns like flu and pneumonia you know what they call them they call them covid deaths they inflated the numbers to make us all afraid separate your families to make us feel sad isolate your children to make them feel bad terrify them then deny them basic human dignities they rely on human touch smiling face fresh air to breathe a wide open space Slap a mask on your little kid's face. Staff infection all over the place. Why can't people see the fear they're in? This shit is straight up Luciferian. Shit. And we are here live. We got David Cyberlusion in the house. We got BG in the house. Uh, both of you coming in on Twitch today. Thank you guys. Um, we go back and forth on the different platforms. Seems like the Twitch stream and DLive stream and uh, those comments definitely work better on screen. Um, we try to do the Getter live chat and when a lot of people show up in Getter, we can show that on the screen. Um, and thank you, BG, for coming on to Twitch and uh, joining the Twitch chat today. So what do we got going on today? We've got uh, this train derailment in East uh, Ohio, in East Palestine. And I want to start today with a brand new video from Greg Reese out of InfoWars, Reese Reports, uh, on this derailment and how it's actually a chemical weapons explosion. The last couple days, um, I've been watching podcasts with uh, Michael Yan. Uh, he's been on with Alex Jones. He's been on with Michael, uh, with Mike Adams. And he's been talking all about how the chemicals and the molecules from these, uh, the train derailment, when they burned it and they set fire to it, it created one of the most toxic chemicals ever known in man in wartime. And it's raining all over 
um, the areas that the train derailed in in Ohio and the surrounding area. It's really, really scary stuff. So we're going to um, go into that. So what's BG saying? You're on Twitch if you have Wi-Fi getter. If you don't, that makes total sense. Um, so let me go ahead and run this Greg Reese report. And then we'll look at some uh, news coverage from Natural News, uh, Mike Adams' team. And um, let me just uh, greet Lisa in the house. Welcome to the show. It's always great uh, to see you here on the live show. I love Wednesdays. I love when I can come and see you guys all live. It's really the highlight of my week. Um, BG says they were trying to destroy the evidence. So let's take a look at Greg's video and then let's talk about it. And then I've got some news coverage on the heels of that and we'll fill out from there. I have a ton of just random videos I thought I would show today um, that kind of loosely fit together and uh, give us a nice uh, bunch of stuff to look at today. Um, Ursula's in the house. What's going on, Ursula? Welcome to the show. Let me run this Greg Reese report right now and I'll see you uh, on the other side. Let me find the right button for that. That is right here, Greg Reese. Uh, Reese. Boom, bam, boom, there we go. Uh, Crazy Lady Jane's in the house. Thank you for your email the other day, Jane. I appreciate you sending me that uh, link to the video we were watching last week and you found that 1965 scientist for me. Um, I appreciate that and everything that you did. So let me, uh, <laughs> let me roll this report and we'll continue the show right after. Here is Greg Reese from Infowars, one of the greatest newsmen of our time. Uh, everyone should know his name. He does some of the best uh, work uncovering all of this stuff, the occult and all of this stuff. So uh, thank you to Greg for this amazing report. Here we go. On Netflix in September of last year. The film White Noise was released on Netflix in September of last year. It's about a train crashing, exploding, and burning toxic chemicals off into the atmosphere creating a major health hazard for miles around, reflecting what just happened a few weeks ago in Ohio. White noise was even filmed in the same area, just a few miles from Ground Zero in East Palestine. Some people will call this a coincidence, but these days, believing in coincidence can cost you your life. And there is more. Just three months before the train wreck, the city of East Palestine began adopting the MyID digital bracelet system into their local emergency services. Being touted as the ultimate ID system, MyID is a digital ID company dealing primarily with digital ID bracelets for the medical industry. Bracelets designed to make it easier for first responders to access your medical profile in the event of an unexpected emergency. And just a week before the crash, they began handing these bracelets out to all the residents of East Palestine. Also, two weeks before the crash, the CDC updated their page on vinyl chloride, removing their section on how it affects children and raising the safe exposure threshold. Neil Donald Walsh wrote, There are no coincidences in the universe, only convergences of will, intent, and experience. Not only does the Ohio train crash appear to be a deliberate attack, it appears to potentially be a very deadly attack. Three days after the train wreck, authorities called for a controlled release burn. 
controlled in that they would initiate the spark that will burn all the chemicals and cargo together in a massive chemical fire, potentially putting millions of people's lives at risk. The vinyl chloride spill at Camp Lejeune was small in comparison to what happened this month in Ohio, but it still poisoned over a million people and it took decades for the effects to materialize. A new federal lawsuit against Norfolk Southern alleges that 1.1 million pounds of vinyl chloride was spilled into the local environment. The vinyl chloride metabolite chloroethylene oxide attacks human DNA and can take years to start showing up as cancers and other disease. There is arguably no safe dose for exposure. Leading expert in the study of vinyl chloride, Dr. Julianne Baer, agrees and says that nobody should be drinking the local water. According to Dr. Baer, vinyl chloride gets transported into homes via the groundwater. She says it comes out of the water, into the air, and that's really the major route of toxicity for the liver. It comes through the air. While some argue that burning it resolved these issues, that seems to be false. Dioxins are the deadly toxins behind Agent Orange and DDT. They are generated when chlorinated chemicals, like vinyl chloride, burn. In fact, the exact reaction that happened in East Palestine when they decided to burn vinyl chloride and PVC pellets together was arguably the most efficient and deadly way of dispersing dioxins into the environment and could equate to being one of the biggest chemical weapons attacks in history. Some are saying that tens of millions of lives could now be at risk. And that number will keep growing so long as humanity dismisses these attacks as coincidence and continues to do nothing. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. All right. Um, groundbreaking bombshell reporting from Greg Reese, as always, uh, on this situation. So it looks like, is it incompetence or is it evil? And that's the question we always have to keep asking because they called it a controlled burn, which means they know what they were doing and they did it on purpose. But when you talk to the scientists, they tell you that when you burn these specific chemicals together, it creates this super, super deadly toxic gas and chemicals that can't go away. They have no half-life. It's not like radiation. They stay around forever and they contaminate the water and then they get into the air and then it could take years and then you get cancer. And then it gives these guys plausible deniability about the death jabs, destroying your immune function and causing cancer. So see how it all fits together. All these things that they do to try and get people sick and exposed to different chemicals so they have plausible deniability for their death jabs. Um, I'm seeing Greg uh, in the house over in Getter. So welcome to the show, uh, Greg. He says, got to warn a friend in Philadelphia, sigh, these people are evil. These people certainly are evil, 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 evil mofos. So uh, I play a little moment of satire video for you now. I want to say this isn't really true what I'm about to report, but what happens when you get exposed to these chemicals? It actually can make you do something like this. 
Okay, so um, very, very serious. I don't mean to be making light of the people that are actually in danger from this toxic chemical, but I'm going to go crazy if I have to report everything um, so serious because there's nothing we can do. I'm either going to cry, I'm going to scream, or we're going to laugh and make jokes. So that's what happens when you get exposed to some of these crazy chemicals. You can become a crazy, demonic um, liberal. This is a girl in some school screaming at her teacher who's saying there's no such thing as a trans person. Um, let's watch that one more time because it's so much fun. Thank you, uh, Lisa, for saying no no sound. Um, yeah, I mute my mic when I'm playing a video and sometimes I forget to unmute it. Um, so uh, I think I'm already back, Jane, by the time, because there's like a 30 second delay and then there's another 30 second delay when it comes in. So you guys probably have, by the time you're seeing that it says no audio, I think the audio has been corrected. Um, so there's another demonic infested woke tarred woman that I have on video. I don't know if she was, um, <laughs> Dan Davidson. Welcome to the show, my friend on D live. Dan, it's always great to hear you. Um, Lisa's saying you have to become lip reading experts. I'll try to remember to unmute myself after every video. Um, Sorry about that, you guys. So here's another uh, demonic infested woman screaming um, how it's her right to choose or her body, her choice, like yelling for abortion. So when they're not screaming about wanting to deny God and change their sex that they were born on, they're screaming about wanting to kill babies and innocent babies. So here's here's what happens there. I don't know if this is related to the toxic chemical spill, but here's another lady. Okay, so uh, let, watch that one more time. My choice! My choice! My choice! My choice! My choice! It's happy. You know, liberals, if you want to be happy like these ladies here, you just have to be a liberal and a woke tart and you can be happy just like these people are so happy. Okay, so um, we're, we're having some fun. There's some deadly toxic gas floating around um and it looks like norfolk southern who is the train company um not surprisingly owned and controlled by blackrock and vanguard is trying to buy off the east palestine residents um for like a thousand dollars they're offering them a thousand dollars for their quote unquote for their inconvenience but they're getting them to uh, sign these deals that silence them forever. It blocks all future cancer lawsuits from vinyl chloride train catastrophe 
And so that's the kind of nefarious stuff that's going on as these people are just trying to figure out, do they, can they even stay in their homes? Do they have to clear out? It sounds like anyone in the area might need to leave the area and it'll be completely uninhabitable for decades to come. There is no way to clean this shit out, apparently. And it's really weird. Um, so coming out of natural news, there's a bunch of stories um, that chlorinated dioxins are everywhere following the train accident, and but toxicologists aren't even testing for them. Um, this is coming out of uh, Ethan Huff off of Natural News and saying that the release of toxic dioxins from the burn site of the derailed Norfolk Southern freight train in East Palestine, Ohio, is um, kind of, uh, there's a coordinated cover-up going on. And it says every other time the dioxins have presented a public health threat, the authorities work overtime to assure, falsely reassure everyone that they don't need to worry about exposure when in fact dioxin release is the most concerning aspect of the recent disaster. Uh, Eric F. Capolino for Planet Waves FM writes that dioxin means deception. Uh, what does he mean by this? This is the Ethan Huff article that I'm reading. The answer is simple. The government does not want people worrying about dioxins, even when they pose a major threat like they do now in and around East Palestine. Some people call it Palestine. Some people call it Palestine. Um, you can almost say the way the residents of East Palestine are being ignored and they're not being helped and they're not being treated and the EPA is not doing its job. Um, you can almost say that there is apartheid in East Palestine, okay? What do you think about that? Um, let me get my camera back on. I, I should have been on camera the whole time. Apartheid in East Palestine. That's a good headline, right? So um, sad and really sad. Not trying to make fun of this thing. It's just we're in the latter stages of the early stages, right? The, the end of the beginning stage of the kinetic war on humanity. They released the bioweapon in 2020 to freak everyone out, lock everyone down and convince us all, not all of us, a lot of people that they needed to get the death jabs to get back to normal or even have a new normal. And then everything that's been happening now has been a uh, ramping up of this war on humanity. They've attacked so many food processing plants, well over a hundred of them over the last year or two have been destroyed in mysterious fires and plane crashes and other things. Um, they've been killing chickens by the millions, saying that there's an avian flu going around, it's total bullshit. They've been destroying egg factories and food processing plants. And now they've derailed a train, straight up poisoning tens of millions of people who live in the area. Um, David is saying, uh, his water pH out of the tap is 9.88. What's normal, uh, David? Um, water is contaminated in the St. Louis region. Um, thank you for reporting that. Um, let's see, uh, crazy lady Jane asked, is there a screen change or is she frozen? That was me again, forgetting to look at my control room and I didn't see that my camera was off. I'm sorry about that. Of course, if you're listening to the podcast, uh, you didn't see any of that uh, mishap go on. Um, Charles in the house. What's going on? Crypto Redhawks. Nice to see you. Um, 
Dave says uh, Cyberlusion 5.5 to 6.5 pH, of course, is the normal range. And it's up to almost 10. That's really scary. Um, and so what do you do for that? You have to have filtration, heavy filtration. Does it even filter out those toxic chemicals? Um, where you have like reverse osmosis and different filters and stuff like that. Um, not even sure about that. So uh, Jane is adding that they're destroying um, all prepping and homegrown food. Um, oh, because if you, you mean if it's not already canned and it's not already, if it's growing in the yard and the air and the water and the groundwater and the soil all gets contaminated, then even if you're growing your own food, you're screwed. Um, good point, Jane. Really, really scary there. So uh, according to Natural News, back to this article by Ethan Huff, dioxins are at least a three-generation, multi-generational toxin that causes cancer. What else could go wrong? Um, the thing about dioxins, he says, that makes them exceptionally noxious is the fact that they are persistent. That means they don't go away. And it doesn't take much exposure at all to cause serious health problems. Dioxins are especially damaging to the young, although you wouldn't know that because according to the Greg Reese report, the EPA just changed their website right before the train derailment and took out the information about how damaging they are to the young. The article says especially babies and young children uh, get damaged by the dioxins. Animals are highly prone to dioxin damage, which is why East uh, Palestine residents and surrounding areas are reporting sick and dying pets and farm animals following the explosion. This is really uh, scary stuff. Um, Coppolino writes, while dioxin can be an acute poison, particularly to babies, fetuses, young children, and animals, not surprisingly, the death jabs are causing miscarriages and infertility in more than four out of five women. And so this gives them more cover and plausible deniability for why people are losing their babies. It's, it's not the death jabs. Remember, that's like their thing. It wasn't the death jabs. So everyone who's dying suddenly, it's not dying from the death jabs. Now people are having all these cancers. Oh, that's not from the death jabs. Um, we're in some serious informational war right now with all of these evil criminals doing war on humanity, war on society, war on America, infiltration from within, and trying to hit us at all the vectors, destroy our food, our water, our freedoms, destroy our health, forcefully inject us with stuff. If we don't take the injections, derail trains and burn chemicals and rain down toxic hell upon America if they don't comply with this poison and this tyranny. Um, these people are criminals. They deserve the maximum punishment under the law. Of course, these things are almost impossible to assign blame. It's when you look at the big picture in the world and you see all these things happening at the same time. We all know this. It's a coordinated takedown of civilization itself, of governments, of sovereign governments, of independent rights, of the constitution they're going after. And it is, uh, they, they'll stop at nothing. They'll stop at nothing. So we have to stop at nothing. We have to be incredibly resilient and we have to ultimately just be ready. The fact that they may win and poison us and kill us. And that's why we have to be right with God and get right with Jesus so that we get eternal life 
And at some point, you know, even if they win in killing our bodies here, they're not going to take our souls. The real danger is in losing our immortal soul by giving in to this new world order and selling out our friends, our families, and becoming agents of evil, in which case God will not let us into heaven when we die. And then we have eternal torment. And who wants that? I certainly don't, right? Do you? No, I didn't think so. So um, Charles, you're on the same page with me. Um, David says, don't go to the doctor. I don't trust them. They'll kill you going to the doctor. I'm with you too. It's like, isn't it funny, David, how we've become now? When we were kids, I'm sure you remember this, there was that cliche about, you know, 40 plus, I'm 50 plus now, they're like 40 plus year old men who won't go to the doctor. And that used to be like a cliche. And now I'm like, I'll never fucking go to a doctor again, unless it's one of these doctors that got censored and deplatformed, you know, for speaking the truth and uh, giving people real medicine for COVID, um, all of that. So crazy. So Coppolino is talking about the infamous dioxin release incident that occurred in Times Beach, Missouri, a town that for many years was used as a dioxin dump. They had such high concentrations of dioxins um, built up in Times Beach that the entire town had to be decommissioned, torn down, and all remaining waste burned. They turned it into a park. Um, however, the health consequences are somewhat understated, especially those associated with hormonal effects. Um, it, it turns out there's no safe level of dioxin exposure. So even teeny bit trace amounts can cause cancer. Um, dioxins are generated as a byproduct of industrial manufacturing. Any product that involves the use of chlorine from plastics to paper results in their creation. There are also dioxin-like compounds that are similarly toxic, including insecticides like DDT and disinfectants uh, and Teflon and PCBs. Um, there's no safe level exposure to dioxin. According to a 1987 report, we've known this for decades, um, and that document was called No Margin of Safety, and it was actually a Greenpeace document, and it highlighted the fact that emergency action was needed at the time and still is today to end the use of chemical processes that result in dioxin production. So what we've learned about this train derailment is that it's basically a chemicals factory when they decided to do what they called the control burn. They created a factory of these dioxins spitting into the air, and it's very—it's just like they put chemical weapons out into the world, and they're killing animals by the thousands, and people are going to die. So at what point is this a war crime? At what point is this a terrorist attack? Okay, um, Lisa's talking about tracking the VAC status at the doctor's. In the Reese report we just watched, they talked about the thing called My ID, um, and that is. Uh, let me go to the main page of Natural News. They have a story about this too. East Palestine just launched um, My ID emergency service. So it's these emergency bracelets that have your biometric data and your health data. And of course, they rolled them out right before the train derailment. I mean, honestly, I don't wear a Fitbit. I don't want to be tracked. 
I don't want people looking into my body and knowing what's going on in my body. That's enough. It's my own personal business, right? And so if people come knocking at your door and they're giving you these bracelets, first of all, I don't wear a watch. I don't like shit on my wrists or I would wear a watch. I have a lot of nice watches. I grew up, I got nice watches and I bought a bunch of them a long time ago and I have beautiful watches. I would never fucking wear my watches because I don't like shit on my wrist. So they're gonna bring me a bracelet now with a My ID trackable thing and say, you have to wear this all the time. It has your health information on it. So then they can track you wherever you go and they know everything about you. And that's, how is that any different than being chip, uh, chip implanted inside you? Instead of just wearing it on your wrist, they can plant the chip inside you like they already do in Sweden. And they can also track you and trace you. And what we saw with the Charles Lieber patents for injectable nanotechnology that fits in the head of a needle. And then the other patents for self-assembling nanocircuitry, teslaphoresis. We saw all these pieces that fit together. So whether you get a bracelet that you wear, whether it's trackable clothing, whether it's a chip you get implanted, or whether it's an injection that self-assembles over time, and a lot of people think that the died suddenly cases where they're pulling out these structures and clots, that it isn't really blood clots, that it's actually some kind of self-assembling circuitry that's happening there. Um, or whether it's a key fob, or Ursula is saying, it could be any number of these technologies that allow them to track us. Um, thanks, Ursula, necklaces too. And allows us to be, you know, wearing stuff and get used to kind of wearing or having stuff injected that gives them the right to look into our bodies and tell, tell them what's going on with us. What's with our blood pressure? What's with our... Whatever, it's like I've got diabetes now. And so it's like I'm always, uh, you know, doing testing strips. So they would sell this to me and be like, well, you know, you should have this thing because it'll instantly tell you everything that's going on and if you need medicine and if you need this and that. And a lot of people will say, sure, convenience, convenience and security. What are the things that they always come with when they take away our freedoms, right? Um and why did they agree to that digital ID? Everyone needs to know that digital ID means slavery, okay? And they're inching us towards it. They already have the quote unquote real IDs here with our driver's licenses. And they're inching us towards having digital ID. As soon as they start giving people digital biometric ID and then tying it to services, that is the one vector to the central bank digital currency that I write so much about in my book, uh, Demystifying Crypto. And all of these vectors that they're getting people to adopt the technology before they fold everything together later. And it doesn't matter if you get in through an injectable or through a Neuralink implant or through any number of things, because ultimately the technology is all going to converge into one thing. And it's going to become, whether it's Elon Musk's X app or whether it's the metaverse that Klaus Schwab is so keen on um, building technology for, or whether it's augmented reality in real life where you get glasses and it puts an overlay onto real reality. 
any way they can merge us in between the digital world and put a digital overlay over the entire 3D universe is how they plan to implement their control grid and to control all of humanity. Because once everyone's plugged into that grid, and again, whether it's glasses you wear or goggles, whether it's a chip or an injection or an implant or a bracelet or a necklace or a piece of clothing, it doesn't even matter. They can plug us in. Think about it like this. You can have your computer and you have information on your hard drive, but then you can also get a thumb drive and you can take it from place to place and plug it in from one computer to another. They also have external hard drives that are like, you know, little things like this size and you sit them on your desk and you plug them in. And so as you can see, you can also get stuff from the cloud and you can have an online account where you log in and you have your apps or your software or your data, anything you put up there. And so as you can see, it doesn't matter what the interface is. Everybody's gonna be using the system and that system's gonna become ultimately the beast system, which is Mark of the Beast. Mark of the Beast is in the Bible, it's in Revelation, and it talks about how nobody can buy, sell, or trade unless they get the Mark of the Beast the beast is this thing that everyone's going to worship that's going to pretend to be Jesus, but it's not Jesus. But that I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole of who the beast is, but the system itself is what the beast puts into play. And everyone has to be part of it and everyone has to be identifiable. And then you can only buy, sell, or trade if you use your digital ID. So um, Jane's also saying track and trace for marketing, for fines, for penalties, combined with the digital dollar, the digital CBDC, uh, if it, which is really social credit. It's called digital dollar, but it's really, they do away with money in the, in the coming system. And it's credits, it's programmable money tokens. They may still call them dollars. They may say, oh yeah, it's still $1, but it's really gonna be credit because they're gonna be able to read your biometrics and know what you're up to and control your access to electricity, to the internet, to the telephone, to everything, uh, if we don't agree to have digital ID and go along with the system. Um, so let me show you this video I just saw of a woman on Twitter and TikTok who's fighting back by sharing her wisdom, knowledge, and experience of uh, how to beat the beast system, okay? And things, a lot of stuff we've been talking about over the years, but I just saw this and let me find that video. Uh, where am I gonna find that video? I've got so many videos loaded up. Hold on a second. Um, uh, this is a race, how to, beat the, how to beat the beast system, okay? Since we're talking about the beast system, let me play this video with this woman telling us how to beat the beast system, okay? This is kind of three minutes of truth drops that will wake anybody up if they listen to this, okay? So if you're listening to the podcast, pay attention. Here comes three minutes of truth drop. A lot of people keep asking me, how do we beat the beast system? Um, we don't. You turn your back on the beast system. Unfortunately, they own everything. 
They own telecommunications. They own the farmlands. They have made it a very intricate system with conveniences to get us addicted and make us weaker as a society. And I've been ridiculed for many years now about how I live and where I live and that I was throwing away my education and all of that stuff. But I was preparing because I knew what was coming and I just kept headstrong in that direction. And unfortunately, most of you don't realize, but yeah, if they come after, you know, digital IDs for your internet, you're either going to have to give it up or you're part of the system. If you're scared about, you know, not having hospital or medical help and you don't really trust natural medicines, unfortunately, you're going to have to be part of the beast system. Those of you who are like, well, I've got a mortgage and all of that stuff. Well, you're going to be part of the beast system. You either sell that now, start downsizing, get into an RV or whatever, and realize that, you know, you can at any time just off and leave. I lived in an RV voluntarily for an entire year in minus 60 degree weather just to hash out any problems. Did it suck? 100% it did. Can I do it again? 100% I can. And that's what, it, like, that's if they take my land. So, I mean, if they want me to get digital ID to get electricity, screw them. They can shut it off. I don't care. I'm prepared. I've got stoves. I've got wood stoves. I know how to cut my own wood. And this is why I did what I did. Most of you are like, well, you won't be able to get away and um, basically get into your truck. Yes, I can. You have to look at the straw man law in order to realize that you can drive without a driver's license. You just need to know how to exit the matrix. And that's all it is. So people really need to come to terms with what's happening. Most of you are like, let's go fight them. Who are we fighting? You do realize there's like a million of them, if not more. Yeah, there's more of us, but that's if we don't comply. But if we do comply, then they have all the power. And also, if they do start shutting things off, don't complain. You know what I mean? Like if they shut off the internet for a week, just be like, yeah, okay, cool. And let's not react. That's us not complying. If they want us to get digital IDs in order to get phones, none of us get it. So we don't talk for about three months. That's gonna hurt their pockets. Unfortunately, a lot of people won't do that. So it's basically get ready to live in a parallel society that requires a lot of hard work and basically has no conveniences. So start learning. Start learning how to tend your garden. Start learning a lot about how to live as if it were like, I don't know, 1800s, <laughs> because we might have to go back there. Okay, so it sounds pretty uh, serious. And I wanna play this video right on the back of this saying, um, yeah, Charles is saying we need to find more about the straw man laws that she mentioned. These are the things that I, I haven't shown them on this show. I've personally been fascinated by it, but I haven't um, spent a lot of time on it. And I haven't spent any time in the show on this because I'm sure some of you have seen these videos of people who are driving and they're pulled over by police and they they don't have a driver's license. They don't have registration on their car and they end up in these like 20 minute conversations with the police and the police going and checking, um, leaving them there and they're usually running a cell phone camera and then ultimately they get led away and they get to drive away and they don't get a ticket, they don't get arrested. And it's like, what am I watching here? How is this working? 
and it goes to these things of being sovereign and stuff like that, but they don't use those words. And so I agree with you, Charles. Um, we're going to look into that and learn more about it, which she's calling them the straw man laws. So if anyone has any information on that, you can feel free to email me, speak at eventalks.com. I would love to learn more about the straw man laws. Um, so let's go on. I'm saying, uh, Ursula is saying, yeah, do not comply. Um, Lisa is commenting, this is the problem that people don't want to give up their creature comforts and it's hard. And we saw that a lot, right? Didn't we? In 2020 and people wanting to uh, roll up their sleeves and get the death jab so they can quote unquote, go back to normal or their kid can play soccer or they can get on a plane. It's like they can go to a restaurant, like all the stupidest things in the world and it showed how easy it is to derail our way of life and get people to comply with the craziest shit. Um, Jane says, I will own none of their shit and already be happy. <laughs> That's an answer to Klaus Schwab. Um, and so speaking of answering to Klaus Schwab, I've got a 12-year-old girl here kind of destroying. Last week, we looked at the video about the 15-minute cities. And this week, I have a 12-year-old girl destroying the concept of 15-minute cities and taking on Klaus Schwab um, with a special message from the youth. So let's take a look at that right now since uh, we just talked about this. This is a 12-year-old girl destroying 15-minute cities. I could stand here and say more or less what other people are going to say about the effect of these 15-minute neighborhoods, soon to become digital ID facial recognition zones. Let's say my friend lives in zone 3 and I'm in zone 1. If, for example, I went to my friend's house in zone 3, my parents normally come and pick me up in, it, in their car. It only takes 10 minutes. So does that mean that they would have to go round the ring road and back into town again? If my mum or dad had to drive round the ring road, it would take 30 minutes, causing much more pollution and leaving a much bigger carbon footprint. They will say, you can walk home. Would that be safe for me to walk home? Me as a 12-year-old walking home in the dark alone. Is that really going to be safe? Then they will say, oh, don't worry about that. We've already thought of that. You'll be safe. We will have a thousand cameras on the streets following you and tracking you all the way home. Oh, and just remember, it's for your safety. What? Are you serious? Do you really think I want to be watched every second of the day? Are you serious? Thousands of cameras tracking my every move until I get home. At this point, I have to ask, is my safety that important to me that I want to be followed by cameras all the way home? Or do I prefer to have freedom than privacy? For your information, I still wouldn't feel safe. No amount of cameras is going to stop someone who wants to attack me. I want to be safe, but not to the extent that I am prepared to give up my freedom and my privacy to have it. As a 12-year-old, I am really concerned about my future. And to Klaus Schwab, I say this. How dare you! <laughs> How dare you steal my childhood and my future! And the future of all children by enslaving us in your crazy digital surveillance prison! We all know where this is leading. These are the first steps of a dystopian reality called 15-minute neighborhoods. From a small seed, a huge tree can grow. Climate change is being used to control us, to nudge us in the direction the greedy people want us to go. The truth is that the greedy people want total control over everything we do, everything we think, and everything we say. 
Our government has been hijacked by greedy and selfish imposters posing as politicians. They believe they are better than us and masters over us. And until this problem is effectively dealt with, the tyranny will continue. Thank you. Okay, so um, really wisdom of youth, right? Um, speaking out against the 15-minute neighborhoods, the dystopian reality. Um, Charles says that she is much better than the cranky Greta Thunberg uh, punk kid, right? And she had the, how dare you, how dare you? I love that. Um, now I've got a clip that is uh, a guy with a podcast. And forgive me, I forgot to write down his name before I... Uh, clip this clip but he's talking about the stage of the war that we're in right now against these new world order thugs and how uh it's a race now for the next two years to determine who's going to win this war and it's either going to be freedom for humanity or slavery for humanity um and that's what we're going to look at now right after i uh, put greg's comment on the screen Hold on, I have to do some size, uh, I have to do some window adjustments here. Uh, Greg is saying, don't fear the fascist dictators who can kill your soul. That's what Jesus would have said today. Oh, happy Ash Wednesday to everybody today who uh, celebrates Ash Wednesday. Um, Greta, as she should have been, um, there, as Lord of the Rings Gandalf. That's so funny. Um so let me talk to you now. Let me show you this clip. It's a race and this is the war. The, it's, it's a race. This is the war. The race is, can they get their Chinese social credit score system installed before enough people wake up and revolt against them? Which one comes first? And so I work with a sense of urgency I see this as a war of information, and that's a war that I can fight. I'm trying to pump out as much information as I can. I put out about 10 hours of content a week uh, because I believe that we're in a war. I believe with a sense of urgency, I think it's war will be decided within the next two years. And the outcome, as I, I did a podcast with Peter McCormick, you can check it out. It's called The Battle for the Fate of Humanity. And I believe it's The Battle for the Fate of, fate of Humanity. It's, it's, it's the world that my kids are going to have. And um, we either win and we're free. Or we lose and we're in slavery for the rest of humanity. Okay, so we're starting to see the picture here. The world is waking up. Humanity is coming awake. It's the beautiful thing is the lights are going on. We're seeing people from multiple walks of life rising up out of the shadows, coming in from the sidelines and speaking out against what's going on. And people have... Uh, this is what I'm doing and this is what you can do. People have advice, they have stories, they have warnings and all this stuff together is causing uh, panic from the elites. They don't know what to do. They want desperate control and we don't want to be controlled humanity. And so it's an amazing time to be alive. And so um, what should I show you next? Let me go all the way back to 1958 now to hear a uh, two or two and a half minute clip where what we're going through now was warned about then, okay? So every once in a while, it's important for us to look back and say, how is all this happening? And humanity didn't know is only Alex Jones 
warning everyone. And that's not really true. So um, Lisa has a great comment here. I see them speaking uh, speaking up. I think speeding up as a um, uh, it's a uh, typo. I see them speaking up as a sign that is not going so well. Oh, no, 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 it's not a typo. You see them speeding up. So they're they're pushing their nefarious plans on humanity at ever breakneck speeds faster and faster. Sorry, Lisa, that's what you're saying there. That they're cranking it up. They're pushing out the digital ID. They're destroying the food. They're trying to do all this multiple vector approach because exactly like Lisa said, it's not going so well to plan. We're throwing monkey wrenches in their gears, which is fun to do and it's great to watch, but it's also very dangerous for humanity because they still do control all the levers of the food and they're poisoning us and they're doing all kinds of terrible, terrible stuff. So um, let's look at this 1958 warning just to get some perspective and take like the 40,000 foot view and be like, okay, what was anyone who was awake at the time trying to warn us decades in advance, uh, this is what it looked like then. A part of that plan, of course, is to induce the gradual surrender of American sovereignty piece by piece and step by step to various international organizations of which the United Nations is the outstanding but far from the only example. Now, here are the aims for the United States. One, greatly expanded government spending for every conceivable means of getting rid of ever larger sums of American money as wastefully as possible. Two, higher and then much higher taxes. Three, an increasingly unbalanced budget despite the higher taxes. Four, wild inflation of our currency. Five, government controls of prices, wages, and materials supposedly to combat inflation. Six, greatly increased socialistic controls over every operation of our economy and every activity of our daily lives. This is to be accompanied naturally and automatically by a correspondingly huge increase in the size of our bureaucracy and in both the cost and reach of our domestic government. Seven, far more centralization of power in Washington and the practical elimination of our state lines. There is a many-faceted drive to have our state lines eventually no more within the nation than our county lines do now with the states. Eight, steady advance of federal aid to and control over our educational system, leading to complete federalization of our public education. Nine, a constant hammering into the American consciousness the horror of modern warfare is in the absolute necessity of peace. Peace always on communist terms, of course. And ten, the consequent willingness of American people to allow the steps of atonement by our government, which amount to a piecemeal surrender of the rest of the free world. Okay, a little sound issues there on that clip, but we can see that he was warning that America was going to be infiltrated from within. Um, that was Robert Welch. And uh, 
foresight, right? Incredible foresight. How uh, America was going to be infiltrated from within and they were going to engineer an orchestrated collapse of the economy by overprinting and overspending and all of this stuff. Um, what he didn't get into is the destruction, I call it the George Soros angle, the destruction of society and civilization by poisoning the minds and uh, of generations and infesting the school systems with indoctrination. So I want to show a video now. Um, this is a woman, uh, just a black racist woman who hates on white people and she wants to let all the white people know that our whiteness is the heaviest thing about us. So she's basically labeling, like I remember this Howard Stern show before he was, you know, when Howard was still funny and he was on the radio and he used to do these things where he would bring out a big board with like magnets on it and labels and he had every race identity label that you can have, Jews, blacks, gays, um, you know, KKK, he had all these different um, labels, Mexicans, and then he would bring on a guest like and he would find like a high ranking person in the KKK and he would show him this board and he'd say, do me a favor, put that in order for me. And the guy would have to look at the gays and the Jews and the blacks and he'd have to decide from the KKK morality, morality, which one goes at the top and which one goes at the bottom. And if you think about CRT and critical race theory and all critical racists, all they are are these modern age bigots who do the same thing that the KKK did, where they take every label, whether you're trans or whether you're a woman or whether you're gay or whether you're any skin color, and they put them in order, like in the same stupid way that Howard Stern's KKK guys used to put those in order. So watch this with a grain of salt. She's talking about blackness and whiteness. It's not really about blackness and whiteness. It's about woke tardness and bigotry and just being a stupid bitch and trying to divide people and also being indoctrinated and being so stupid and ignorant that you're indoctrinated by the hate speech and the hate language to the point that you think it's true and then you go and you make videos like this. Let's take a look at some real stupid racism. If there is one thing that I wish white people understood, it is this. Your whiteness is the heaviest thing about you. It is so heavy that it outweighs any and all other marginalizing identities. Now, this is not to say that other identities aren't heavy. This is not to say that other identities aren't hard to carry. But it is to say that your whiteness in a white supremacist society like the United States is I can the barely pick it up. care, empathy, dignity, support, so heavy. justice, and freedom that people of color with the exact same marginalizing identities as you cannot access because they are people of color. Right. Your white is heavier than your woman. Your white is heavier than your trans. Your white is heavier than your disabled. Your white is heavier than your poverty. Your whiteness is the heaviest thing about you. <laughs> oh my God, it's so funny. Okay. Um, here's my answer. Here's my answer to that, okay?
right? So if you go down the path of the New World Order and the racists and the Great Reset, you're going to end up with a whole society of idiots like that. And not the guy with the axes, but the lady before that. And so um, I had to share that with you. It's just, and now let's take a breather and let's look at a goat getting high at the barbecue. That, <laughs> that's another answer to this crazy lady. Check this out. You want to see that again? Oh my god. That is so funny, right? Um, so let's take a look now at another little cute little dog video. This is a puppy stuck in a wheel that um, a nice Samaritan comes and frees the puppy. So uh, look, after, <laughs> after we look at race bigotry, we have to look at cute puppy and goat videos, okay? That's what we're doing here right now. So uh, where is that cute little puppy? Puppy stuck in a wheel, here we go. Okay, isn't this feel nice to look at some fun animal videos? I got one more of those for you, just cute little videos I found off Twitter. This one is called Life is Beautiful or Life is Precious. And this is a cow just so happy to be in the snow. Check this one out. Okay, all life is precious, animals, humans, we are all precious beings and we're all worthy of having lives, okay? And whether you have, whether you have animals as pets or as food, okay, the key is giving them love and a lot of good affection, okay? And so 
I've got other stuff I can show you. I could go another hour today, but I'm not going to. I just want to cover a few more things. Um, we saw, man, there's, uh, oh, Dawn's here. Hey, Taco agrees. Okay, good. That section was just for Taco. I hope Taco loved those last three videos. Um, so we saw the liberal scream. We saw um, the trans pronouns girl. Let's watch her again just because I need a good laugh. <laughs> Okay, so now we have a message for this. I don't know if that's a boy, a girl, it's a trans, whatever it is. Um, oh, Charles, did you miss that? Okay, we watched that a couple times at the beginning. I, I'm glad I played it again. Isn't that special? Isn't that special? Um, Ursula says, nice wig. So I have a video from the old Mr. Rogers show that this person here is absolutely going to appreciate this message. This is Mr. Rogers ages ago. Uh, may he rest in peace, telling us about boys and girls. If you were born a boy, you stay a boy. Girls are girls right from the start. If you were born a girl, you stay a girl and grow up to be a lady. Only girls can be the mommies. Only boys can be the daddies. Yes. What a racist transphobe that Mr. Rogers was. His show needs to be scrapped from television, removed from the internet, right? <laughs> That's right, Ursula says. Um, so, oh, God bless Mr. Rogers, okay? Now I'm looking at my list of videos. Um, a lot of what we're seeing is the lack of uh, the left, the woke tards, to be able to do what's called critical thinking. And uh, Elon Musk had a really good statement the other day on critical thought and the importance of critical thinking and how we don't really do it anymore in this culture. So let me just play um, Mr. Tweet's uh, thoughts about, uh, about critical thinking, okay? Because clearly when we see videos of the liberal screaming and people freaking out and all of that stuff. We know that they can't do critical thought. That's why conservative thinkers are not allowed at universities. They get shut down um, because people can no longer do critical thinking. So uh, Elon Musk has been out there again. Do I trust him in the long term? Do I think he's trying to herd us into his version of the beast system, I kind of do. It doesn't mean that what he's doing now still isn't valuable and important for what's going on in our culture. And he's calling out world government and saying how world government, uh, we showed that last week, how world government can actually crash civilization and he warns against it. And it, I don't know if this was from the same world economic, uh, world government summit, or if this was from another interview, but this is Elon Musk talking about critical thinking and the importance of it. I also think that uh, critical thinking is something that should be taught to children at a, at a relatively young age um, as, as effectively like a mental firewall um, to really think about um, when somebody tells you something, 
um, is it cogent, is it true, or what is the probability that it is true, um, and so that you can be taught to reject things that are untrue or more likely to be untrue um, and favor things that are more likely to be true. Um, critical thinking, I think, is very helpful for, for, for people to learn. Okay, so why is that important? It's important because all the things that we talk about here on the show, going back to the COVID scam, the vaccine genocide holocaust, the fake death jab uh, propaganda, and how we were able to discern that it was deadly and it was fake and toxic, and um, so many of us knew right away not to take it. The other ones who took it kind of woke up very quickly and realized like, fuck, I think I did made a mistake and then have completely woken up to the scam since then. And all of that has involved critical thinking, right? And sometimes you do it early and sometimes you have to get another indicator and then it kind of wakes you up and then your critical thinking comes online and then you're like, oh shit, I see what they're doing now. Okay, so whether it's the COVID scam or the vaccine fraud or whether it is the trans woke agenda and kind of putting a, putting the brakes on the runaway trans and uh, grooming indoctrination of kids, or whether some uh, the videos that we showed last week, the flat earth theories and the round earth theories, and did we go to the moon? Everything that they're telling us from the government means if we can employ critical thinking, we can look under the hood, we can listen to the messages and listen to the talking points and hear what they're telling us, what they want us to believe, and then we can employ our own critical thought and critical thinking to look under the hood and examine evidence and thoughts from other people and censored communications, for instance, and see if uh, we agree with what they want us to think of. So he's talked about critical thought and let me see how I can uh, go into the Ukraine war as a perfect example of this. Um, I live right outside of Beverly Hills, California. Now, when I go on my daily bike rides, I often, I don't always take the same route, but sometimes I go by the Beverly Hills Civic Center, like the city hall and where the police is and the library and stuff. And for months, I wish I had a picture of this, but I, I'm so disgusted every time I rode by. Um, they had a big virtue signaling Ukraine flag outside the Civic Center for many, many months um, last year, the year before. And it said, you know, we stand with Nazis. And uh, it actually said we stand with Ukraine, but it's effectively the exact same thing. So because Ukrainians are Nazis. Now, not the non-Nazi citizens of Ukraine who've been victims of, of the Zelensky government and the Biden regime, but the actual Nazis that control all the weapons in the Ukraine and the Nazis that do Nazi salutes. So if people had critical thinking here in the country, we would not have sent billions upon billions upon hundreds of billions of dollars to fund actual Nazis, literal Nazis, in Ukraine and say that we're standing up for freedom. Like anyone who has critical thinking skills did not fall prey to that. But the people who did, which unfortunately is the majority of stupid people here in the country, we end up with funding a war fought by Nazis for Nazi ideals and they're now killing all of their good people. So I've got two Ukraine videos. One of them is showing 
Ukrainian soldiers sending off bombs, but doing Adolf Hitler salutes before they do it. So any one of my friends who um, has recently told me they don't really believe that there's Ukrainians doing Nazi salutes before they send off their weapons, here is evidence of that. Okay, so that's two Heil Hitler salutes right there. Okay, so there's a Ukrainian guy, like, you know? And so um, now what are they doing? They've run out of young boys, so they're now rounding up young girls and sending them to war to be slaughtered. Um, and that's what we're looking at here, okay? So Ukraine sending young girls into war. Okay, really, really sad. And I, um, Ursula's saying foolish young girls, I'm not sure that they have a choice. Um, I think they're being drafted and they're being sent out um, Charles is saying girls of the Azov Div are they actually of the Azov division because they weren't throwing the Hitler salutes there but maybe um, so if people had critical thinking skills they would be able to stop this kind of thing before it goes out spins out of control and it looks like we are spinning out of control in a way um, that critical thinking could stop so let me give you an example of a guy who's employing critical thinking now in a kind of funny video, but in a way that kind of makes you think, okay? This is a guy called One Foul Wow on TikTok. And he's basically saying, look, I'm not saying, that's how he starts the video, I'm not saying, and he's like, the earth is flat. But then he goes on and talks about how we've been lied to about everything and it causes you to start to think very similar to what I've been saying. I'm thinking about everything now that they've told me not to think about because of what they did in COVID and what they did with the vaccine and the lockdowns and what they did with all of that unconstitutional stuff and what they've done with the gun confiscations and the FEMA camps and all the stuff that we're hearing about that they denied for years, that even when I was still a woke-tard, libtard, dem-voting guy, I, I didn't believe Obama built FEMA camps. Now I know that he actually did, and they're going to try and use them for the unvaccinated, okay? So that's why it's so important that the rules, uh, the information's coming out about everything this vaccine is doing. So let's watch this I'm Not Saying video. This is goes along with this segment of critical thinking, um, and this is what we saw with the Ukrainian Nazis is the result of a lack 
of critical thinking. Now I'm going to show you an example of a guy who's doing critical thinking. And this is what Elon Musk is saying. If more people could do what this guy's doing, we could actually save civilization. So check this out. Now I'm not saying the world is flat and I'm not saying the world is round. But can somebody please tell me how is it possible that the earth is just flying through the sky? And it's not that we're just flying through the sky. We're spinning at a thousand miles per hour. Come on, brother. How would you even know that? What tool would you use to measure how fast we're spinning? The way speed is measured is you must know the distance something traveled and how long it took to get there. We're still traveling and we ain't reached our destination yet. And this is another thing I don't understand. On a roundabout, kids are smiling. On a funfair ride, man feel the g-force. But the earth spinning over a thousand miles per hour, man are eating dinner broth. And it's not just the earth spinning, it's everything. So let me see if I got this straight. You're trying to tell me that the earth, the moon, the sun, the planets are spinning round each other while spinning individually whilst flying through the sky forever just forever no end just keep on going nah that don't make no sense okay so a lot of people are starting to ask questions about the most basic fundamental tenets of what we consider basic science that we all learned as kids and how many people are now saying well why should we believe that even if they can't prove it to us and they can't demonstrate proof. They can only show us math and they can only show us other stuff and snark and they can do ad hominem attacks and they can tell us we're stupid and all of that stuff, but they can't actually prove any of it. Um, how do we, how are we meant to believe it? Okay. And now, so uh, I'm seeing some comments come through that I don't have a story pulled up, but they're talking about Killary strikes again. This is another example of where critical thinking can be used. So this is actually the perfect time to talk about this. Ursula puts up this comment. A former Clinton aide who signed, do you remember the guy? Okay, I'm just gonna keep that up on the screen. Um, he signed Jeffrey Epstein into the White House multiple times. He was found dead last year, 2022. I'm gonna put that back up. He had a gunshot wound to his chest. He was tied to a tree and he had a gunshot wound to his chest and he was hung from a tree. So it was just ruled a suicide. And I saw this on Twitter before the show and somebody says, um, do you still think that that Clinton death list is a, uh, a kill list, is a conspiracy theory? Because how can you possibly arrange to hang yourself from a tree well up off the ground and have a gunshot wound to your chest at the same time. Like you would have to rig something where you pull the string, but there was no string. There's no evidence, critically thinking, that shows that this guy could have committed suicide this way. And yet a judge ruled that it was suicide. So you using critical thinking, like you guys are doing in the audience, we know that guy didn't kill himself, like Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself, and this guy didn't shoot himself 
in the chest either, okay? So here's one more video that I'm gonna show you that is more evidence of how stupid they actually think we are. These are two videos, top and bottom, and one of them is the United States and the other is China, and they purport to show two different space capsules flying to the moon, okay? So they think we are so stupid that we're gonna believe this. They show us cartoons and they expect us to believe that this is really what's happening. And they show literal, actual cartoons and they pass them off as space footage that we're supposed to believe. So watch this and just, we'll have a laugh at it. Ridiculously fake looking. Okay, just notice that when the flames, quote unquote flames coming out of those capsules, I mean, you can see that it's cartoons. They had more convincing cartoons in the 60s. And the flames shoot down, straight down on the moon's surface, but you don't see any dust flying around. You don't see any dirt going anywhere. It's ridiculous fakery that is insulting to the intelligence of even a stupid person. And they think we're so stupid. And the sad part is most people are so fucking stupid. They believe all that shit. And so um, each week I'm showing some funny videos about the moon landing or about the flat earth theory or something because I'm leading up to uh, the interview that I'm going to be doing with Flat Earth Dave. I haven't booked it yet. I keep getting put off because um, of just life getting in the way and doing this weekly Wednesday show. And there's a bunch of other stuff that I don't talk about on the show that's going on in my life in the background. And so um, it's putting off a couple of things that I'm getting ready to start soon. My crypto course, Crypto Proficiency and Bitcoin Basics. Those are going to be launching in the next couple of weeks. I'm still working on those. Um, and so what are we looking at today? Did I show you everything I had in mind today? We talked about critical thinking. We showed a bunch of different examples of critical thinking using right way. And then what happens when there's no critical thought? We had some laughs at the libs and the woke tards um, and the trans tards, I'll call them now, screaming about that. We started with some very serious stuff about the train derailment and the dioxins and the poisoning of part big part of America. Um, we talked about the race 
against the New World Order to be able to save humanity. And that ties nicely into my book, Demystifying Crypto, um, which you can get on Amazon. It's called Demystifying Crypto. There's a much longer title there, but if you search for that, you'll see that cover. And I recommend everyone get that book. If you haven't read it yet, because I'm going to be starting this crypto uh, proficiency courses pretty soon. And so uh, stay tuned. Everything's happening a little later than I thought it was, but it's going to be happening. If you've known me for a long time, you know I always do what I say I'm going to do. It often takes me considerably longer to get stuff done and get stuff started than I initially think that it will. And maybe that's just part of the human condition. So um, let me just go through my list and see if I have any videos that I meant to show that I didn't show you yet. Uh, I think I pretty much covered it. Let me see. I showed, yeah, I showed you everything. Um, so that's what I got for you today. I think I'm going to just end with the closing song and try to keep this to an hour and a half. I think it was a great little show today. So um, let me just tell you without showing you news that President Trump, the real president, actually delivered truckloads of water and supplies to the East Palestine residents. Uh, and he went and visited them and they were so happy to be visited and they were screaming out to him, thank you, President Trump. Thank you for not forgetting about us. And it's just so nice to see a real president who cares about the people. And so there are some great videos I didn't show you and I'm sorry about that, of um, the supplies coming and getting handed out and Trump signing his MAGA hats and giving them out to a very grateful crowd. And that was really good to see a president acting presidential because of course we know the fake President Biden doesn't do any of that stuff unless he's forced uh, and embarrassed and humiliated into doing it. And even then he falls way short. Um, that's what I got for you today. I kind of had a rant I wanted to say about Biden, but I don't even like giving that guy any airtime. He's an illegitimate president. He doesn't belong. He's the resident. He doesn't belong in office. And I hate to feature him on the show. So that's why I don't talk about him a lot uh, as much as it might be fun to do. So let me go right to the closing song. BG's asking for the extended long play of uh, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not into our own understanding. These are Proverbs and Ephesians verses from the Bible. And here it goes. Speak to yourselves. Psalms and hymns and spiritual songs Sing and make melodies In your heart to the Lord Trust in the Lord With all of your heart Lean not on your understanding The fear of the Lord wicked will be shortened away trust in the love with 
Dolly, you're hot. Lean not on, you understand it. story to tell you while I just say the actual goodbyes. Um, thank you for the emojis, for the great uh, messages, for the love. I love you guys. God bless all of you. Let me tell you that this weekend I had something happen amazing on my Substack. It blew up and I had maybe three times the amount of visitors on two days in a row on Saturday and Sunday on my Substack. So many, many, many hundreds more people on those days than I normally get. And it's because I shared something on Twitter. Thank you, Don, so much. And thank you, guys. Um, I shared something on Twitter. Somebody had posted about adrenochrome. That is the child bloodletting and drinking that the elites do um, for kind of the fountain of youth and for their power and for their child sacrifice rituals and all of that stuff that they do. It's really horrible. And if you guys watch the show, you may remember my very first episode of the podcast. Well, the very first one was a music reportage. So episode two was all about adrenochrome and it was about IBM and the Nazis. And it was about the AP working with Hitler and how they were doing Vax Passport technology. Um, and I ended up tweeting. I said, hey, I reported on adrenochrome and it had this amazing Turkish television report. You may remember if you saw that episode and I shared it and that thing just went viral and I got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of new visitors on my Substack, and I got a bunch of new subscribers and I'm just really excited about that. So I think I might do some more 
adrenochrome reporting. If I'm uh, going to look up for some more information on that, it seems like a pretty popular topic and it's probably time to revisit that. So I just wanted to share the good news with you guys and thank you for reading my Substack and for whether you're a free subscriber or a paid subscriber or whatever, I'm happy to have you and really grateful for you. And I want to wish you an amazing week and a weekend. I will see you on my Substack and I'll see you back here next Wednesday, okay? Little Carol Burnett ear tug and a big hug for you guys. A lot of love. Thank you for joining me. God bless and uh, be well. Talk to you soon.